From 12 News in Phoenix, Arizona, this is Downfall. The whole city of China is going to shut down for this game. We're ready to come out and show like the state of Arizona that Hamilton still has it. Similar to what happened in Penn State, people aren't going to want to be affiliated with that negative energy that's going on there. We do believe that there is more than enough evidence. Hell on Earth, you know, would be a good way of summing it up. They're angry. Uh, they're upset that no one came forward. I don't know what I would have done different because we didn't know. I just want the Hamilton standard and name to be clear. Uh, County Attorney Bill Montgomery just said he, that his office won't seek um, charges against uh, any, any adult, including Steve Bellis. Do you have any comment? Do you want to uh, go on camera with an interview? Would you be willing to do, uh, to do that with us? It started with a press release. It ends with a press conference. Maricopa County Attorney Bill Montgomery sent out a release yesterday before his monthly press conference saying he would address the Hamilton case. He didn't say what, of course, but some of us had our suspicions. For one thing, he waited a long time. Charges against former head coach Steve Bellis, Principal Ken James, and Athletic Director Sean Rustad had been recommended in the summer of 2017. Usually prosecutors don't wait that long. If they have it, they have it. We've seen cases completely wrapped up in the time Montgomery took to decide if he'd go forward on this one. Another clue, he stood in front of an empty room a few months back, a room he'd hoped would be filled with parents and witnesses, and he begged for help. He flat out said he didn't have enough to go forward. Here's a quick recap of the case so far. At the beginning of 2017, six football players from Hamilton High School were arrested for hazing. Actually, hazing was pretty light. They were actually charged with variations of kidnapping and sexual assault. Cops had video from Snapchat, witnesses, victims. If you're listening to this episode and you haven't heard the first eight, you should go back and listen for the full details. For now, let's just say the abuse involved holding players down in the locker room and inserting fingers into anuses. Prosecutors whittled those six down to two juvenile cases and one adult case, Nathaniel Thomas. Thomas is still going through the court system, now with a new lawyer. His mom has been very vocal recently about not getting along with their first lawyer. A few months after the arrest, Chandler police recommended charges against Bellis, Rustad, and James. Cops said they knew about the abuse that was going on in the locker room, but did not go to the cops. And in Arizona, that's a felony. They're all mandatory reporters. And then the case sat for months. Uh, an update on the Hamilton High School football program investigation. I have a prepared statement, and then I'll, I'll take your questions on what we've covered so far. When Bill Montgomery has his press conferences, we send a live signal back to the station so anyone can watch it from the newsroom if they want to. Knowing that there were more victims and witnesses who had information based on the level of detail in the allegations the Chandler Police Department had investigated, I took the unusual step last year of holding a community meeting and specifically asking for the public's help and for those who had information to come forward and share that with law enforcement. Due to the lack of cooperation from players with first-hand information needed to corroborate allegations detailed through the Chandler Police Department investigation, we are unable to file charges beyond the three cases that we have prosecuted so far, two in juvenile court and one that is pending in adult court. While the level of detail in the allegations investigated to date leaves me firmly convinced that these incidents happened, without admissible evidence to corroborate the information for us to present to a jury, and convince a jury of guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. There's nothing more we can do within our criminal justice system at this time. I'm probably repeating everything that's on their list, but yes. police? Yes, Eric's okay, got cool. that. Eric's doing this <clears throat> police in school. Mike was reaching out to Bellis' attorney. 
So basically, I don't understand. There's no evidence. There isn't enough witness. There are enough witnesses that have come forward to corroborate. But his tweet, the Maricopa County's tweet, says Montgomery gives decision, and this is their tweet. Montgomery gives decision not to file charges against three adults involved in Hamilton High School investigation. Not enough evidence slash witness cooperation. Yes, that's what he's blaming. Yes. So is the evidence because there's lack of witness cooperation? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He said more people need to come forward. You know, speak now or forever hold your whatevers. You guys aren't cooperating. We're not. So we, we can't go I haven't been listening, but is this? Is he saying it's not? Is it like dismissed, or is it if we get enough cooperation, they can go back? The window. The window is right. Closing. Right. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah. A lot of people aren't getting it either. According to the police report, the administrators admitted they deleted a voicemail telling them about the abuse. Cops had the video, they had the victims, so why aren't there any charges? Montgomery blamed the kids and their parents for not helping him. Not the six victims, he said they did all that they were supposed to do. He blamed everyone else. To the parents of players who may have witnessed, been a victim of, or even participated in the conduct in question, just because I'm announcing that we cannot file charge at this point does not mean that things are over for your son. If you are unwilling to do what is right by them within our justice system, at least do what is right by them and ensure they get the opportunity to speak to a trained professional about what they saw and or experienced. Helping them process these events is critical to making sure they can develop into healthy young men. There was an admission by the administrators who listened to it and heard it that they deleted it. So wouldn't that qualify as having a piece of information alleging sexual assault that was erased? Only if we can prove that what that anonymous caller said happened. And we can't get to the point where the allegations detailed in that call and identify who was involved in that to be able to link that all up. That's Charlie Edsidy in the press conference. Montgomery tried to use a different analogy to clear things up. If you come across a house and you see the front door broken in, and the window's broken out, and the TV's missing and everything else, you know a burglary occurred. And you could hear neighbors say, well, I heard so-and-so say, this is who robbed the house or burglarized the house. Okay, now we need the homeowner to assist with the investigation to tell us, well, what property was taken? We need somebody who heard that, that burglar say anything about their involvement we need someone to help us find where that property went so we can tie everything back together. Otherwise, all we have is a story about what happened without the ability to do anything in criminal court to hold anyone accountable. Basically, Montgomery is saying he has enough to prove that the abuse happened. What he doesn't have is enough proof that it was covered up or that Bellis and the other two ignored it. So what about the victims? What about the kids who went to the cops, did what they're supposed to do? relived trauma and had to live through more criticism and harassment from other students. We did what you asked us to do. We came forward. We, you know, have, I'm sure have been through a lot of things that they wish they wouldn't have had to go through. And now to hear this decision, I mean, you know, it makes sense, you know, just listening to what you have to say. But, uh, you know, I'm sure from their perspective, they're probably not very happy about this. Well, and for, and for those parents and victims who did come forward and cooperated, those are the instances in which we were able to hold people accountable to the full degree. No, and I acknowledge that that's a shortcoming. And it's not their fault. And it's not anything that they did or did not do. In fact, I would argue 
that they and their kids are actually the models of what good citizens and what good teammates look like in coming forward and wanting to make sure that things like this never happen again. The Hamilton story is not over, but it is winding down. Nathaniel Thomas's case is still going forward, but how this affects his case is unknown. Both sides have been talking settlement for months. And as of now, there's no reason for any of the three administrators not to come back to the school. Charlie Edsidy has been keeping tabs on them. I do know for a fact that both Rustad and James are still probably going to be staying on with the district. They're trying to reassess whether or not they'll send them back to Hamilton or if they're going to go somewhere else. But Bellis's attorney said that he most likely will be moving on to a different job after the school right. year. So are they at the district office? I would think so, if they're still district employees. This could open the district up to a lawsuit, at least from Bellis. He was the only one removed from his position, even though he wasn't fired from the district. The victims in this case are still suing. Downfall was produced by 12 News and me, William Pitts. Stay subscribed and keep checking for more updates on the Hamilton hazing case, and we'll keep following it. Visit Downfall online at 12news.com downfall.